Welcome to Word on the Street, a weekly podcast from Barclays UK, where our experts help ordinary investors make sense of the latest news and events impacting the world's financial markets. With a stalled economy, continued high inflation, and fears of further interest rate rises, we discuss how these could impact UK pensions and what this means for those planning for retirement. With Sarah Gresty, Head of Investing, Lee Platt, Director of Wealth Planner, and Sean Markovitz, investment strategist. Welcome to another edition of Word on the Street. This week, we're delighted to be joined by Lee Platt and Sean Markovitz to talk both about markets and pensions. So, Sean, please can I start with you. What's happening in the markets this week? Well, markets continue to be caught in this tug of war between economic data that continues to be more resilient than we expected and inflation that is also cooling. So for example, this week we learned that headline inflation in the US cooled, but much slower than expected as gas prices rebounded in January and also some of the goods disinflation that came off the back of supply chain disruptions easing is actually starting to soften. So it's been a net drag on inflation, but you know we've seen most of that wade through the data. And at the same time, we also learned that retail sales in the U.S. rebounded quite strongly in January. If you recall, so a couple weeks ago, we learned that the employment situation, the labor market in the U.S. remains quite hot. There was quite a strong jobs number. So, you know, taken together, the bond market did not like that news and it sold off quite a bit as it seems to be fueling bets that the U.S. Federal Reserve will need to continue raising interest rates because the economy is doing pretty well, even as inflation's coming down. The equity market, on the other hand, rallied on some of that news. I think there's this view that immaculate disinflation is taking hold, where the economy can continue to move along and perform strongly, even as inflation is coming down. We, as tactical asset allocation strategists, have a slightly different view. But for now, that seems to be the narrative in the the equity market and, and it's fueling more risk appetite. Whether those investors will be caught off guard by a more aggressive Fed is is yet to be seen. But you know, it's something that we're keeping an eye out on. And then in the UK, we learned that inflation also cooled, uh, both at the headline level and the core level, which strips out energy and food. But at the same time, wage growth actually surprise to the upside and accelerated. I think this is going to be an issue that will continue to weigh on the Bank of England in its decision to raise interest rates more than they're currently expecting because it's wage growth that is the most sticky form of inflation and it's the most difficult type to get rid of. And so if this is accelerating after what seems to be quite an aggressive pace of rate hikes, then, you know, that that would strike me as quite worrisome. And so unsurprisingly, UK guilt yields uh, sold off, yields increase, yield bond prices sold off on that news. And I think if they go ahead, if the Bank of England goes ahead with further rate increases, it could start to put renewed pressure on the Bank of England to raise rates and and the, and the market could sell off on that. And so when we look at the overall macro picture, economic data is proving to be more resilient. But if that's the case, then that's going to potentially curtail their ability to bring inflation under control. And so 
while a recession may not be on the horizon in the very short term because economic data is just surprisingly resilient. You know, even in the UK, the number of economic surveys that have rebounded were quite strong. So it may be a delayed response to raising interest rates. We know that there are long and variable lags between rises in interest rates and the economy. But for for now, in the short term, you know, a recession doesn't seem to be, you know, on the cards in the next few months, but we're, we're monitoring the space closely. Yeah, sure. That's really interesting because I know lots of people are worried about the recession. So I'm really hoping that you're right. And this kind of this new information is confirming or giving us some more light that that might happen. But Lee, I wanted to come to you and with the kind of the potential recession still on people's minds, how does that affect people who may be planning or thinking about coming up to retirement soon? Yeah, hi, Sarah. It's a, it's a great question. So obviously good news if, uh, you know, if uh, an income recession is, uh, is sort of put back, delayed or, or reverted, then that, that's got to be uh, that's got to be positive. But uh, of course, we, we still find ourselves in this you know, this cost of living crisis to some degree. And, and that position can really force many to delay their retirement. You know, and indeed the, the current economic position is having a tangible effect on the way that workers view their plans to either stop work or how and, and when they use their pensions. And, and many right now uh, might be preparing to work for longer to help boost their overall contributions and, and help to protect their goals for later life. So, for those who are still working and saving for the future, uh, it's never been more important to ensure that your pensions are on track to meet your retirement goals, whatever they look like. Oh, that's really interesting. Lee, what exactly do you mean by keeping your pensions on track, though? OK, so th- there's really two parts to this. So I suppose part one would be, well, begin to engage with your pension. When it comes to retirement planning, it's really crucial to take an active interest in in pension savings. And whilst for many it can be a a very long-term commitment, forgetting about your pension for years on end and and hoping for the best could backfire if you find yourself in a position where it's too late and and you don't have enough time to, uh, to make up any shortfall or have sufficient monies to retire on. Finding out that you have got a shortfall, for example, when you come to retire, will often make it too late to take action. So it's really important to stay on top of your retirement savings as you go along. The the second part is that you also need to ensure that you are maximising the tax benefits of your pensions. So for most individuals, they will receive tax relief on contributions into a pension at their marginal rate of income tax. Uh, and the contributions can be up to £40,000 a year or 100% of your earnings, whichever is the lower. It is easy to get stuck in a rut with retirement savings and, and keep on investing the same amount for years on end. You need to make sure that you review the level of your pension contributions to see if there's scope to increase them and also to help maximise the level of your pension benefits overall. If you're only uh, saving into a workplace pension scheme and want to save more for your future, then additionally, you can start a separate personal pension. And and if you're looking to have the maximum flexibility on the types of assets uh, and investments that you can hold in a pension, then you could also consider something like a a self-invested personal pension or a SIP. It's never too late 
because the tax breaks on contributions are worth having no matter what age you are. I suppose now more than ever, it's important to check in on your pension to make sure it is on track. But of course, it's also important to think about what the pension's invested in, especially if you need the kind of the pension to provide the kind of income that you're looking for in retirement. Yeah, absolutely, Sarah. So, I mean, reviewing your pensions and your investment choices is, is a must. How your money is invested is an important factor and the returns that you can generate. And if you have a workplace pension and haven't looked at it, and, and in terms of the way that it's invested, then now absolutely is the time. You can ask your scheme provider for a breakdown, and they, that will show that the types of uh, investments that you hold. Uh, and if you have a private pension and you haven't reviewed your investment selection for a while, then uh, again, it's time to contact the provider, have a look through your information on your pension and, and take some action there if that is relevant. You may need to adjust the portfolio to match your tolerance to risk and maybe to spread out that risk and diversify a little more. Those saving for retirement uh, will have seen the value of their pension funds reduce uh, with the markets uh, down on a global basis over the last 12 months or so. But with time on your hands until you retire, you can take comfort in the fact that the economy, stock market, pension savings are, are likely to recover. However, you must ensure that the investments you have chosen still reflect your own attitude to risk and, uh, and reflect what goals it is that you're trying to achieve. You should seek advice to best understand your individual position uh, and whatever options available. And also consider pension consolidation. So, you know, some people decide to combine various different pension schemes into one place so they can help keep track of just one single pot rather than, you know, trying to keep in touch with a string of different providers. It's not just about that logistics, though. It can make financial sense, too. Some older style pension schemes might only offer access to a limited range of investments and can also come with higher charges. So a more modern pension, you know, such as a, a self-invested personal pension, a SIP, could have a wider choice of investments uh, and potentially be cheaper to run too. Again, and, and I know I'm always banging the same drum when I'm on these, uh, when I'm on word on the streets, but it really is important to seek advice to best understand your position and be in an informed place. Finally, I know that many people are tempted to pause the pension contributions. If at all possible, try to avoid that. I know that with the with the eye-watering cost of living, you know, between energy bills and groceries, you know, and at the very least, you might be tempted to to pause your pension contributions for it for a certain time to ease that monthly burden. But the long-term impact of that could be uh, significantly detrimental on achieving your retirement plans. Even though you might think about making up the payments at a later date, you can't get back that lost time for, for compounding of that money over time. Uh, and the dent in your pension savings caused by stopping payments can mean that you might have to work longer than planned to reach your retirement goal or, or perhaps settle for you know, a less comfortable lifestyle than, than you were, than you've intended. 
Yeah, Lee, that's it's, you've given us a lot to think about there. And I think, yeah, it's a really good point around, you know, households who are struggling with everyday bills. You can see how pensions are often pushed to the bottom of to-do list. But I think it's important that we regularly think is now the right time to increase investments into my pension again. You've definitely inspired me to have another look at my pension and check it's on track. I'm sure you've done the same for our listeners as well. But any last thoughts you want to share with us? Yeah, absolutely, Sarah. So I suppose sort of three three key themes. One is round up any lost pensions. Over the last four years, the number of lost pension pots in the UK has risen from 1.6 million to 2.8 million, with an estimated collective value of, of around about 26.6 billion pounds. That's up from 19.4 billion in, in 2018. So it's easy to become separated from some of the schemes that you've paid into, especially if you move jobs or if you move house and you haven't updated your contact details with your pension providers. To help with this though, the government does offer a free pension tracing service that can help you track down old pension plans. Visit uh, www.gov.uk forward slash find hyphen lost hyphen pension for more information. You can also check your state pension entitlements as well. Factor in your state pension entitlements to your longer term retirement goals. However, be aware that the state pension ages are changing. The pension age is currently 66. That's set to rise to 67 by 2028. Uh, and under current policy uh, and legislation, it's also due to rise again to age 68 by between 2037 to, uh, to 2039. Reports have also suggested that ministers want to bring uh, a change to 68 further forward. Uh, it was announced in the autumn statement that a review with the state pension age will be published in early 2023. So, so watch this space. Finally, uh, very finally from me, I suppose it's, it's factor in the, uh, the retirement age rise as well. So the age for accessing private pensions is rising from age 55 to age 57 in 2028. This means that those now in the late 40s to the mid 50s could have to make substantial adjustments to their retirement strategy and the savings plans. It pays again to talk to an advisor who can help with your retirement planning so you've got peace of mind that your pension is on track and stays on track. And they can also help identify what you've already got what you might need to plug any gaps and certainly help you to retire when you want to on an amount that you want to. So I think those are sort of key takeaways and that's me over and out, Sarah. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Lee. That was really interesting. And I believe you've written an In Focus article, which we're going to share next week. So for anybody who wants to think a bit more about your pension, I'd recommend having a read of that article next week. We'll share it on LinkedIn as well. And thank you, Lee, for joining us. And thank you, Sean. And thank you, listeners. Look forward to speaking to everybody again for another word on the street next week. This podcast is not a personal investment recommendation. All tax rules can change in future and their effects depend on your individual circumstances, which can also change. We don't offer personal tax advice. You should obtain this independently if you are unsure. Investments can fall as well as rise in value, and their past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance.